As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of urbanpitch.com. As always, I'm joined by the co-executive directors of Vibes. we got Bridget Flores and Julio Monterosa. What's going on, y'all? What up, what up? What up, what it do? Uh, we're cozy gang on the couch again today because we have another Zoom guest on the show uh, from the Vancouver Whitecaps and the Jamaican national team. It's our pleasure to welcome Javane Brown to the show. What's going on, Javane? Yeah, I'm just here. Um, I just want to say thanks. Thank you to you guys for having me on the show. You know, um, I really appreciate it and I'm just very excited to get started. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 our the pleasure's ours, man. Like uh, you're 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 the guest here. We want to make uh, make sure you're you're feeling at home. Uh, but but what's good with you? Are are you are you in Jamaica right now? What uh, what's the off season been like for you um, since uh, MLS yeah. season ended? I've been in Jamaica for the past probably two weeks, you know. But I still have my program that I have to do every day. So I got a trainer that I'm working with to stay fit, you know, because you know um, the season is about to start soon. You know, actually, after report by by the fifth or the sixth of January, and then um, I think we start practicing on the tenth or the eleventh. So yeah, I have to stay fit. Yeah, one of my dreams is to go to Jamaica. I've been trying to practice my patois, but uh, it's not really good. All I got is guaguan, guaguan brethren. See, but I'm trying to work. I'm I'm trying to go to Jamaica. Jamaica. Uh, my youngest brother played uh, played college soccer in Connecticut, and all his teammates yeah. were Jamaican. So I drank some white rum, got the beef patties. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a drinker, so I don't know. About that. <laughs> hey, no, that's uh, on camera. On camera, on he's camera, not a yeah. The, hey, no, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. No, the I white like room is uh, the white room will have you feeling nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so what's that uh, off-season program like? Uh, is this something that uh, the, the the club puts in, um, uh, like puts forth for you guys, or is it something that you're doing on your own? Yeah, I mean, the club different program to work off but um obviously every trainer has their different perspective of stuff that we do so i also use his stuff mm. um and the club stuff you know it's not only what the club give us but the club give us program for each and every day nice and and um do you go to jamaica every off season is that is that something you've been doing yeah i have to because this is where all my family is at you know I mean, I don't like the cold, and right now Vancouver <laughs> is freezing. <so laughs> what do you miss the most about uh, leaving? When you leave Jamaica, what do you miss the most? The food, to be honest. The food? Yeah, 
I miss my family too, you know. That makes sense. What's the first dish you, you get when you when you come home? The first dish. Uh it's a lot, you know, but I don't wanna talk because I'm not a good eater, to be honest. <laughs> I come to I come to Jamaica, I get some 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 KFC. It's probably not <laughs> as good in America, but in Jamaica it's one of the best things. So you miss the food. You said you miss the food and then the first thing you you, you, yeah. you, you get when you come home is a KFC? <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta get some jerk chicken yeah. with the plantain and the Wait. rice, brother. Come Wait, on, so man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying the KFC in, in, in Canada or America and Jamaica is too different. In Jamaica mm. KFC is the it's just something different. So it's better than the KFC. Everyone Yeah, it's hundred percent better than America Canada. So when you say you miss the food, you miss KFC. You miss the Jamaica KFC. No, I miss everything, but that's the first <laughs> thing that I grab when I get off. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's your go-to. Yeah. That is so funny. So, so what what makes it different? Is it like the is, is it a different secret ingredient, a secret blend of spices, or you know, is it is it crispier chicken know. or what? I'll probably put a different seasoning on it. To be honest. It's it's way different than America. And in America, KFC is the worst thing ever. <laughs> and I don't really eat it. So, you know, when you come back to Jamaica, that's the first thing. And we have one close to the airport, so it's like five minutes. So I have to grab one before I go home. What's your go-to order? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's spicy chicken. Or they call um, a sandwich called Zinger. Mm. Spicy zinger. It's a lot of food that you could take from the KC. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's true though. Cause uh, I mean, jerk, jerk, jerk chicken is an everyday meal. You could make jerk chicken overseas too. You know. Yeah. You could just buy the chicken, put jerk seasoning on it, and make it yourself. But the KFC is one nah. of a kind. It's you can't get that anywhere. Nah, else. You, you can't get that anywhere else. No, yeah, because in El Salvador, the 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 uh, the menu is different with pizza. They sell they sell pupusas out there as well. So like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like different countries had different thing on the menu. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah, and, yeah it, it does. Yeah. In the Philippines, McDonald's, they got the spaghetti. They got the Filipino spaghetti there. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. That's, that, that's, that's, that's so we have to go to Jamaica. First thing we got to try when we go to Jamaica, it's KFC. KFC. Yeah. <laughs> KFC. There we go. There we go. Add it to the bucket list. Add it to the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, so have you, have you been, uh, uh, keeping up with the world cup? Yeah, I watch it, but you know, <laughs> my my country's not in it. My yeah. country didn't make it, so I don't really watch it like that. But mm. I watch it. Yeah, it, how tough it is it? Um, obviously, you know, you being a part of the the uh, qualifying, um, uh, the, the squad that that uh, went through qualifying earlier this year, um, and and parts of last year. But um, how tough is it to watch? Um, you know, when when you have that feeling that you know you could be there. I mean, it's it's really tough. Especially when you play against teams that are in the World Cup right now, and you know, 
things didn't go well for us. You know, it's a lot of issues that I can't even state on camera, but we know inside what happened. You know, how everyone blaming the players and stuff like that, but it hurts when we really don't have organization from the bigger heads, you know, the guys on top. And it really messed up that we had the, so, so many quality players that could have pushed us to make it to the World Cup and it didn't happen, you know. And when you sit and watch it, and you're like, oh, shit, like, we could have really been on this stage, you know. I mean, look at Costa Rica. I mean, they're not probably not the most talented team, but their their bond makes them you know, much better than a lot of teams and their fighting spirit. So, you know, that's something that we have to work on, to be honest. And, you know, 2026 World Cup, hopefully we, we're going to be there. Yeah, and that's crazy because uh, Jamaica was uh, in everybody's list. It was one of the top three teams. Canada was not even on the list. It was the U.S., Mexico, and Jamaica just because of the hype you had, you guys had over bringing the the Europe, uh, the England Jamaican players coming to play with you guys. Um, what do you think w- was the was a factor w- when all that turned around? Because um, Costa Rica uh, stopped their league for the last, I believe, month, so like they can focus only on World Cup qualifiers. What do you think Jamaica could have done better for you guys to? Be there in that World Cup now. I mean, the organization, you know, and the players, we could have done better, but it's not only us. You know, we we need the the, the probably not even the coaches, but the president or everyone that does it. It's just we had struggles in a lot of areas that a lot of people don't know about, but we don't speak out on it because we don't want to really put down the federation, you know, so we hope that they look into themselves and fix everything going forward so we could make it to the next World Cup because the quality, the, the, the level of players that we have, you know, we have a lot of quality players, you know, we have a lot of players playing in England, playing in the championship, even playing in MLS, playing in Europe, all, all around the world. So I hope they look into themselves and give us a chance to, to prove it to each and everyone that we could we could make it to the next World Cup. Mm. Yeah, 2026, Mexico, Canada, and uh, the U.S. are already out the way. What do you think uh, the possibilities of being that number one team coming out of CONCACAF can be for Jamaica? I mean, it's not impossible. You know, it's possible for us as long as we stay together. I mean, we, we got a new coach. You know, I think he really knows what he wants from each and every player. You know, he's, he's setting foundations, you know. So, as I said before, I hope the Federation helped him to, to lead us to the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, talk about the experience of playing with the national team. Like, uh, uh, what does it mean to, to put the, you know, not only play for, for your country, but uh, what is it like, you know, um, having uh, playing alongside such a talented group of, of, of different players? I mean, yeah, we have probably 35 players. 35 different mindset, you know, but when we come together, we are like families, you know, everyone stick together, you know, and it's always, it's always a great feeling representing your country when you step on the field knowing that your parents, your friends, your families, just, just watching you out there, you know, wanting to do your best, you know, it's just a different feeling playing for your country than playing for any other stage. Not even playing for clubs, playing for your country is the biggest achievement that a soccer player could make. You know, so it's always important that 
you know, we have to go out there and fight, and it's always a great achievement each and every time we step out on that field. Yeah. Do you, do you, is there added pressure that comes with um, playing with the national team? Say that again? Is there added pressure that comes with playing uh, for the national team? I mean, there's pressure playing soccer itself. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the national team or not. Every time you step out on the field, there's a pressure. It's your job, you know, so you got to get it done. Yeah, but you ask a good question. I mean, it's a different type of pressure when you have the whole country depending on you to, to, to get results. You know, it's different from clubs. You know, and when you know this is where you live, this is where you have to go back, this is your homeland, then well, it's, it's a lot of pressure, you know. All right, so playing uh, playing in the CONCACAF, which was one of the hardest stadiums, besides playing in Jamaica, which was one of the hardest stadiums, uh, playing in that uh, playing that conference, because you hear a lot of noise about some of the field conditions, some of the fans from different uh, smaller countries in Central America, Mexico, and the U.S., Canada. Which one was uh, the hardest place to play in the qualifier? I would say El Salvador, that place is just... No one likes to go down there. <laughs> 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 some it's some it's somewhere that they they love the sport to be honest and their fans are really behind the team crazy you know like it's not a big country they probably don't have the development or the quality of players but every time they step on the field especially traveling to there it's it's it's, it's crazy they're gonna fight you know it's gonna always be a tough game. Yeah, I'm Salvadorian. That Cruz Catalan <laughs> is, is, is not a pretty sight to play in. Uh, the fans yeah. get kind of rowdy. I've been to a game there once. Had the pleasure to be there. But, yeah, it, it is kind of crazy right there. Yeah, El Salvador is probably one of the, 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 the toughest places to go and play. Honduras, too. Honduras is, is hard. But I don't know what's going on. They haven't, they haven't been. But back in the days when we used to play against them, it used to be a, a dog fight, to be honest, because they used to have their fans behind them. And... They're not pretty fans. They're dirty fans, to be honest. Like, it's, nothing, it's nothing good, to be honest. You know, their fans is behind their team. And, like, you know, obviously they don't want us to win, so they're going to do anything. You know, fans like that really help their team, to be honest. Like, you know, the Salvador and Honduras is probably the two most difficult places in the CONCACAF to really go and play. What's the craziest thing you've seen or, or heard from a fan? an opposing fan uh, when you're out there? I mean, it's a lot of stuff. You know, like, I, mean, I can't say it over camera, but, you know, you know but it's, it's really bad. In South America, you, everyone knows that in South America, they, they, they love the sport differently. You know, they take soccer, like, differently. They love it. Yes. You know, that's, that's their, that's their, that's their bread and butter. That's what they like people feed their family on. So, you know, playing in South America itself is, is really hard. You know, so we travel to Honduras, Mexico, Panama, you know, Salvador. It's, it's tough. It's always tough, you know. And we have to play Mexico next year, you know, to see if we qualify for the semifinal of the Nations League. Yes. We have to go there and, and get three points. It's not going to be easy for us, but you know we know what it's going to take. So you know we have to do what we have to do. As a Salvadorian, I'll be rooting for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mexican, so I'm like, good yeah. luck. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking about, um, 
you know, like being a part of the Jamaican national team, um, I was watching a documentary um, not too long ago, and I saw that Andre Blake was talking about how when someone joins the team for the first time, they have to sing a song. I wanted to ask you Uh-oh. about that. <laughs> was it was it cheat? Yeah, was it Cheater's Prayer by Christopher Martin? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tradition that we have over over the years. You know, it's, it's probably not the easiest thing to do. You know, not everyone has the same type of vibe, but, you know, you have to do it, you know, from the coaching staff to the players. You know, we have to, we have to sing, players have to dance. You know, it's just something that we do for fun, you know, and, there's something to get each and every new players familiar with each and every one and be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. So that's something that we do. What song did you sing? Uh, I had to sing like two, three times. So I don't even remember. <laughs> did you have Wait, to why dance I, too? Why two, three times? Is it because every time you made it to like under 17, 20? Yeah, because, nah, because before, when I was in high school here, I used to play for the national team. Then I went to college. Then uh, I wasn't getting called, so I got back called, and they said to me that you know that that was a long time ago. So I just <laughs> yeah. No, you got to tell one of the three songs. I, what was one of the songs? You you remember? You remember one the song? Come on, the most recent one. I sing about Molly, probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember. I remember the other songs, but you know, like I pro- yeah, I think I think I think I sh- the last song that I that I sang that I sing was a Shaggy. To be honest, it wasn't you. Austin, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> in, Austin, in Austin, when we played the US, you know, last year. So, so, so who's I the best? Who's like, who's the best singer on the team? The English guys really uh, they do. They, they try and they do their thing. <laughs> they try. Laugh. He they said try. they try. They try. They try their they best. Try. They, act, they they act like they know the songs uh-huh. and they really they don't know it when they start singing it. They try to feed off us, you know, they let us sing so they could get it. You know, they don't really know the songs. And it's really funny that they're trying to sing, but they don't know the songs. Is it their patois not not all there or what is it? Nah, they know it, but they don't know the words. They start mumbling. They start mumbling. Yeah, they start mumbling. It's it's funny, to be honest. So, yeah, that that is funny. Uh, I know in El Salvador, because my brother played pro soccer in El Salvador. When you first make it to a team, you gotta shave your head bald. You guys don't have nah, no. Nah, that's not. Nah, that's not something that a Jamaican would do. <laughs> they don't haze, Julio. They don't haze. They that's they build community. Yeah, no. They, nah. My brother had a picture when he first first game playing pro. He had that bald head. I couldn't stop laughing for like three days. Nah, that's not something that you could get a Jamaican guy. <laughs> you guys are different. Yeah, we're different, man. <laughs> So, so is the singing and the dancing is that separate or is that in the same like in the same category? Do you do you have to dance for a certain uh, like? I mean, you could you could you could choose if you want to sing or dance. To be mm. honest, a lot of guys don't like singing. So, you know, you know, singing and dancing is a part of Jamaican culture. To be honest, and singing too. So, you you know, it's whatever you want to do. I'm not a dancer, so I didn't dance. Mm. So you just go, you're strictly, strictly vocal uh, pipes. Yeah, I try, yeah. I try. Yeah, I try to sing. I'm not a singer though, but I try. <laughs> no, yeah, but the Jamaican fan base, uh, the reggae boys, they, they all know, like every time you see them play, like when they play in the uh, U.S., you see, you see the fans coming out, having the drums, having the great music, um, playing. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's always a good time around Jamaicans. Yeah, it's, it's a culture, you know. 
Jamaicans always try to make people laugh, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay, so so you mentioned some of the English guys. M- Mikhail Antonio is, 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 is one of them. You know, he's had just a really fantastic stellar career playing playing in England. Um, what was it like when he came to this, to the team? What kind of vibe did he bring? Um, was it, you know, was he, was he welcoming to the team? You know, was it, was it like, uh, um, was he part of the team from, from day one? What was that, uh, like when, when he came, uh, came through? I mean, he's a really, he's a really great person outside of soccer, to be honest, you know, his personality is really good. You know, he's, he, he knows the game, he's, he's experienced, you know, so he tries to help the youngsters. And he also speaks out for us, you know, because you know he has he has a name, he has hype, so he's he's the one that could speak, you know. He's he's really a great person, to be honest, you know. And to play play with someone like that is always a great pleasure. But outside of soccer, he's he's a really great person, you know, like a funny guy, you know. He tries to joke, you know, and then you know. He, He's really a careful guy, he caring. Like, you know, if he sees something is wrong with a player, he, he really take the time out to go speak to that player and try to cheer him up or something. And and what did he did he sing and dance too or did he pull the big league card? Yeah, <laughs> he's he sing. He sings, he sings. Okay. He All did right. sing. He uh, did sing. Was he was he one of the better English guys or was it like, you know, like uh, bless his heart he tried? <laughs> no, nah, he's not. He's not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a singer, to be honest. He said he tried. He tried. He tried he his tried. best. He, he tried his best. Though. Yeah, he tried. He tried his best. He should have danced instead. <laughs> um, not a singer. But, but uh, going back to the World Cup, um, you know, we saw Canada. Uh, you play in Vancouver, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we saw Canada get a, a lot of hype going into the tournament, obviously finishing the top CONCACAF. Um, I think the sport's really grown in, in the country um, uh, over the last last couple of years, especially. Um, and now you've seen it, you know, um, starting to get traction. Uh, have you seen that uh, with the Whitecaps? Is that something that, that you've seen? And, and what has that been like for you? I don't know much about Canada, to be honest. But what, from what I, I have seen, you know, they have uh, a great bunch of players that you know they're together you know they fight for each other you know they stick together federation in helping them you know so they really surprise each and every one to be honest you know but from from the experience that I had in Vancouver and the way I see things been going you know I've seen that they're taking the sport really seriously be honest you know and they have players playing in top top league in europe you know so i think they have something that jamaican don't have to be honest in terms of equipment money and everything you know our federation's probably not doing the best to help the players you know you know a lot of people think that when you come to the national team you make money but a lot of our players, when we come here, we, we actually don't care about money, to be honest. Right. We do it for a country, but there are a lot of stuff that we we would like to be better, but it's not better. And that's the difference between 
Canada on us, you know, organization, coaching, equipments, just everything. The way they do stuff is better than us, to be honest. Yeah. All right. I uh, think. Go for it. Sorry. I think we're we're I think we're gonna get better, to be honest, because as I said before, the coach that we have now brought Iceland team to the World Cup, to be honest. So he knows what it takes to take a team to the World Cup. If you if you can name one thing, will be that one thing, a better field, uh, whatever it could be, will be that one thing to to get Jamaica over that better, hump. Better better field, to be honest. You know, in Jamaica, we don't know we don't know how to really get a proper pitch, you know, and really affect the players. It's not only fields, it's about timing of everything with lights, just timing of when we arrive to places, organization of just, just equipments and everything. It's just, it's not good, but that's, that's not an excuse to be honest. You know, but that's stuff that affects the team. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you know you've seen the the impact that you know a, like a federation can have, um, and there's been, um, especially you know here here in the U.S. the the way that the game has kind of grown from from the from um, the, the ground up over the last few years. Um, what what are some things that you think the the federation? I mean, this is not. Like obviously you're not responsible for this. Your 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 job is to go out there, um, you know, and perform on the field. But um, just from seeing, you know, whether it's Canada, Europe, wh whoever, um, what are some steps that Jamaica can take? You know, in addition to you know improving facilities and all that. But from an organizational perspective, what what are some things that you'd like to see um, improve and, and and take that next step forward? They need to start treating the players better. You know, they need to invest in us. You know, they need to, you know, it's like playing overseas, playing in the major league soccer. You know, you see that your team value a lot. You know, you see that your team get the necessary equipment, necessary program for you to get on top of your game. In, in here, they, in Jamaica, they don't really do that. You know, the development of the soccer is not the same as other countries, you know. I wouldn't say they don't love the sport, but they I would say they they don't take it seriously, to be honest. I'm not disrespecting the Federation. It's my country, I love it. You know, I really I really love playing for my country. But based off what I've seen, it's not just now, it's, it's this stuff been happening for for a long time, you know, but as I said, I I I've seen it. I've been getting better, to be honest. You know, they're they're trying, you know, but I don't think we have the necessary funding to really help it. And that's something that they really need to do, go out there and try to get the necessary funding to really help the program. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, now going back to Canada, Canada has a big island community. Um, how was it? How, did, that, did that make it easier for you to fit in um, once you went to play for the Whitecaps? No, it's not necessarily. I mean, it's a different culture. Everything is different, to be honest. But when I went to college, it helped me a lot, you know, based off timing, based off just being professional, you know, based off working hard. So I went to college. I took a time, took a little bit of time to really get going. But once I get going, you know, I try to stay close to the coach. You know, he he, he had taught me a lot. You know, so when I went to the Whitecaps, you know, I transferred over a lot. Obviously, the level was different, so I had to adapt. You know, I'm be the guy that I, I didn't take long to adapt to that. How about how about the weather? Because I know, I mean, even even in college, you went to the college in Florida. Yeah. Going to, to to Vancouver, it's it's a big uh, big jump, right? I mean, I didn't go to Vancouver first. We went to um, Salt Lake, and that's that's really cool. Oh, okay, yeah. Salt Salt Lake is is nothing easy to do, and when it gets hot in Salt Lake, it's really hot, you know. So when I just got there, it was cold. I had to, I really had to take the time out to really put my mindset to it. Like, like, what's going on? Like, you can't give up. You need to stick to it. You know, there's some days that I can feel my toes. I can feel my <laughs> fingers. And it wasn't something good, to be honest, you know. But uh, when you have your family is depending on you, my mom depending on me, she has been here since I was, since I was born. So, you know, every time I feel like I get dismotivated or distracted I always you know probably take the time out to really think about her or probably I call her just to feed off her energy you know what would you say uh, is the most important thing when playing in the cold what's the first thing you have to bring uh is it the uh gloves uh what is it what do you what do you do to succeed playing in the cold I had to I had to wear like three shirts to be honest. <laughs> I had to wear shorts and I had to wear sweatpants. You know, but even wearing those stuff, it really, <laughs> it really doesn't help to be honest. Because when you sweat and it, it, it's cold, it's it's really bad. But in Vancouver, it's a different type of cold to be honest. Because it rains, and every day when it's cold, and it rains, it snows, yield. It's it's just something that like I'm saying, well, to be honest, like I never knew that I, I could have handled it, but you know, I've gotten used to it to be honest. And now that you're there in Vancouver, have you had an opportunity to enjoy anything within the city or like get used to it in any way besides the weather? <laughs> Vancouver Vancouver is a different place and the summer is nice, but you don't really have summer in Vancouver, to be honest. Yeah, like two or three weeks of summer, <laughs> you know, like, because it's a place that the climate is really, 
it never gets too hot in Vancouver, you know. So I enjoy it because um, I live close to the water. It's a nice place. They have nice restaurants, but it's not a it's not a city for young people, to be honest. Mm. It's a city for families. When yeah. you have families, that's where you need to go live. It's <laughs> not a city like, for like young young guys like 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 me and yeah. you know, it's not. <laughs> You gonna like Toronto way more? <laughs> nah, it's not a city for for enjoyment. You know, it's a city for families because they have a lot of stuff hiking. You can go on the in the summer. You could go on the on a boat or something or a jet ski. To be honest, you know the water is beautiful there. You know, it's a lot of stuff to do when you have a family. Yeah, but we're, we're, you're, you're talking nightlife. You're, you're talking about nightlife. Some, yeah, some nightlife. Yeah, yeah, I'm still trying to go after nah, it. the night, the night. <laughs> The nightlife in Vancouver is not good, to be honest. <laughs> Have you gone outside of Vancouver, like anywhere else in Canada? Yeah, but Toronto is different. Mm. I've been to Toronto. Yeah. Okay. I, have my friend, I have my friends there, and the nightlife in Toronto <laughs> is different from Vancouver. Way different. 100% better. Definitely. My, fr- my friend got drafted to Toronto. Uh, yeah, and he told me stories about the nightlife there. Um, so it was great. Yeah, it's, it's better. So when, when you're on the road, um, I know it's pretty quick uh, turnarounds, um, you know, during the season when, when you're uh, traveling. But do you get a chance to, to sample the nightlife um, uh, during the season when, when you're traveling across the country? Yeah, I remember we went out in San Jose last year. It was a good night. We went <laughs> out with the team, to be, to be honest. You know, we went out together. And San Jose is it's probably not the best city in Cali. Boys, it's better than Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went, we went on, we had a good time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So, so is the is the team dynamic um, with with the Whitecaps? Um, I don't know how how it, it it differs from the Jamaican national team, but do you try to keep that same kind of fun uh, atmosphere there, or what, what's uh, what's the vibe like in the locker room? I mean, yes. I mean, at the Whitecaps, it's welcome. You come in there, like, everyone treat you like family, to be honest. You know, like, I'm good with every player. Like, you know, I tend to joke around a lot with them, to be honest. <laughs> but it's different than when you come back to your national team. You know, speak the same language, speak power, to be honest. You know, so it's it's a different vibe from, from when you're at the Whitecaps. But I I like to be with with both, with both teams, to be honest. You know, but as I said, coming back, just be among like your peers, your Jamaican relatives. To be honest, it's it's, it's, it's it's no better feeling than that. Who's in charge of the music in the locker room in the Whitecaps? Say that again. Who's in charge of the music, playing the music in the locker room? That's Brian White. He's <laughs> always on ox. To be honest, he doesn't pass that chord. He doesn't pass the chord. He doesn't pass the chord. Nah, he. He plays Jamaican music, country music, Hispanic music. Hey, at least he I'm mixes not a fan of country music. <laughs> so, so I don't really listen. Every time he turns that on, I just walk away. To be hey, but at least he mixes it up, though. Yeah, he, he, he's a great he doesn't DJ. Just keep it on that country stage. Yeah. yeah, he plays rap. He plays everything. To be honest, but when he comes on to country music, I, I, I don't. You gotta take it away I'm from out him. Of that. Yeah, I got it. I leave the locker room or something. <laughs> what about in the Jamaican walk? national team? Who's in charge of the music there? It's a lot of guys, to be honest. <laughs> you know, they, they play a lot of music. They play English music. You know, Jamaicans really like English rap, to be honest. Mm. They, 
it really has a vibe. So the, the English guy would probably play English rap, and then because they know they know the English guys that come to Jamaica, they know Jamaican music. In right. England, it's it's normal for them to listen to Jamaican music. So it's nothing to them. So it doesn't matter who's on Ox. To be honest. Yeah. So okay. So 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 take us through the the Whitecap season, right? Because it was kind of like um, there there's ups and downs, right? Uh, you guys won the Canadian Championship. Um, that I mean, that that's obviously a big deal. Uh, but when it came to the regular season, it was kind of like a a, a little bit of a rocky um, season from front to from start to finish. What uh, what were your thoughts on this on the overall uh, last season for the Whitecaps, and and what are your prospects now as we draw nearer to uh, the 2023 season? I mean, personally, from from me, from my perspective, I mean. I'll talk about myself first. Really, it was a up and up and down season for me personally because I got hurt a couple of times. Even though there's the last four games I didn't play, I know a lot of people are gonna ask me why. I can't share that right now, to be honest. But you know, from the team's perspective, I mean, we, we could have done better, to be honest. You know, we know that we let a lot of fans down. We tried to fight at the end. But it just didn't work, to be honest, you know, and sometimes the season has to be like that for a team to work, to really learn, sorry. We won the Canadian Championship, which is a great achievement, to be honest, you know, but we could have really done more, you know, just based off the quality players that we have, you know, and just the facility and everything that we have, just, we could have really done better, you know, and I, I think that's something that the players are getting to understand right now that we need to really step 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 the bar up and we really, really need to fight for the MLS, you know, championship. Not just making the playoff, you know, not just a team that wants to make the playoff, but a team that just hungry to win the, the MLS championship. And I think that's something that we, the team is working on. Yeah, Tell I'm, me if I'm wrong, sorry. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, since you guys won the Canadian Championship, are you guys going to play a Champions League as well? Yeah. Yeah, we are in the Champions League. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's a great feeling. Not a lot of players or a lot of teams get a chance to really play in the Champions League. So when you play in the Champions League, you know, it's always a great achievement. You know, you have to go in there and take that, that seriously because, you know, playing against those teams are not easy. Those South American teams, you know, they're coming because they want to win it. They want to win it. You know, so they're not going to, it's not going to be easy, especially when you have to travel to their country. It's not going to be easy. Um, how, how, how hard is it playing in both leagues at the same time in the MLS while playing the Champions League as well? It's hard, you know, and that's why teams have a, a big group of players. You have to rotate, not, every, not all players, not one player could play all games. Sorry. You know, you have to mix it up and, you know, that's not my decision. That's the coaching decision. But, you know, based off what I've seen, you know, like teams that have been doing, you know, not, not one player could play 40, 40 games for the season, to be honest. Yeah, and, and so talk about MLS because I think the league has um, uh, gotten – it's obviously grown over the last few years, um, you know, whether it's more teams, younger players, 
Um, what, what's that grind like from, because it's a long season too, a lot of travel, you know, very physical, uh, you're playing on turf a lot of the time too. So, um, you know, you got hurt a couple of times. What's like the, the, the grind, like, uh, playing the entire MLS season? I mean, not every player could do that. A lot of players in Europe that come to the league realize that the league is not something easily because when you got to travel a day before the game and then you have to travel back the same night after the game, it's not something easily. And when you got to play on the turf, it's it's like playing two games, you know. It's, it's just not something easy for your body, you know. So you really have to take the time out to really push yourself and bend your mind up. Okay, I have to do, I have to do this because this is what I love, to be honest. Yeah, and, and where do you see yourself in, you know, maybe five years? Do you, do you see yourself – because MLS has, has gotten a reputation also for, you know, developing players and sending them off to other leagues. Uh, you know, do, do you see yourself growing? Is that something that you aspire to, 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 to do? Yeah, um, I always tell myself that I want to play in Europe, to be honest. And that's what I've been working on, you know. Um, I'm not trying to rush it, to be honest. I'm trying to take it a step at a time. I'm trying to learn and develop, you know, and to be honest, I don't really get happy when I even play a good game, to be honest. You know, I try to stay humble. I try to stay calm. You know, even if I play a good game, I try to see where I make mistakes and where I could get better, you know, because there's always room for improvements, you know. So I, I think that, I would say I want to give myself two more years or three more years, but to be honest, well, wherever it takes me, I'm happy with it, you know, because only God know your destination. You know, really know it, to be honest, you know. So I take it at a step at a time. I take it one day at a time. And it's not easy to have to, like, reflect on how you play, um, even though you played a good game. So when you're with, like, your team with Vancouver, with the Whitecaps, is there like a certain player you go to for advice or someone that you lean on more than others? Yeah, not anymore, to be honest. You know, you still had, I used to have last year, I used to have Andy Rose. You know, he's a coach at Seattle. You know, you know, coming in as the first year, you know, he really helped me a lot. He gave me the encouragement. He really pushed me to, to really, you know, be a better player and be a better person. You know, because he did, he had done the same stuff. You know, he he went to college and he got drafted at Seattle, and you know he know what it what it takes. You know, so I, I really stick to him, and he really taught me a lot. I want to thank him for that, to be honest. You know, but you know, seven brothers, seven different mindset. Everyone has their stuff to take care of. So learning learning for the past two years. You know that you have to probably take every action into your own considerations and not lean on people to help you, to be honest, even though you really need someone to help you at times. But I've been trying to help myself, to be honest, first. Yeah. Yeah, before we go, I know, um, you know, Julio, you had some questions that you wanted to throw, uh, uh, Jervain. Uh, so so he's going to get some, some, some quick rapid-fire questions, put you on the hot seat. All right, let's start off with, uh, besides uh, the Whitecaps, what are the three best stadiums to play in in the MLS? I would say LAFC, Austin, 
I really like Dallas, to be honest. Mm. Dallas is a really great place to play, to be honest. You know, I don't know why, but I really <laughs> like it there. <laughs> it's a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Best place to eat in Vancouver. Best place to eat in Vancouver. I mean, I don't really eat out. I'm not really a fan of. Not KFC. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I like, I really like seafood. So I tend to go to a seafood restaurant. Captain Bowls. I don't know if anyone knows that Captain Bowl. Yeah, that's where I go a lot. I tend to go there every time, like probably once a week or two times a week. If if any of us go to Jamaica, we'll be the three top places that we have to visit in Jamaica. Don't uh, That's a place that you could go. Sandals White House. That's a mm. that's really a place that people would love. To be honest, but that's just, you know, that's a resort though, right? Yeah, that's a resort, yeah. but it's 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 the beach is it's probably long. It's mm. probably. You could just you can you can't even walk the whole entire beach to be honest, you know. And the water is clear, food is great. It's just the setup is is good, and you could could visit Ocherius to be honest. Kingston is a different. If you want to see Jamaica, Kingston outside of beautiful and like other stuff, you could visit Kingston. Even though we have stuff in Kingston to do. All right, uh, this is the battle of all battles: jerk chicken or oxtail. Oxtail. Hmm. I have not got into oxtail. I'm a, I'm a big chicken guy. I got I to work my way up. I got to work my way up. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. I'm um, happy to have you here. Um, hope you guys beat Mexico. I'll be rooting for you guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> wait, who do you think is winning oh, wait, the World no, Cup? Wait, I got one more question. Which has been the, because Jamaica is known for their great uh, jerseys. Top three Jamaican jerseys that you like. Say that again? The jerseys, the Jamaican jerseys. Um, national teams, which one are the top three that you like? Because they've had so many good ones. Yeah. We have a a black one. We don't re- we don't wear it a lot, but I have one at my house that I frame, to be honest. Mm, nice. <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of people try to get it off me, but... I, <laughs> not, not for sale. Not, not, for not sale. gonna happen. Nah. <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen, to be honest. But we got... We got we got a new sponsorship body, Adidas, so I think they're gonna Ooh. release a new kit. Yeah. It's gonna be good, nice. baby. Yeah. Wait, Bridget, you had you had a question. Yeah, right? I have a question. So, who do you think is gonna win the World Cup? France or Argentina? Oh my God, that's a really difficult question to answer, to be honest, because I played against Argentina and I know the quality that they have, but yeah. just based off the French the French group, to be honest, they. They have won the World Cup already, so I think they know what it's like, even though a lot of their players are injured, but their the coach know what it's like to win the World Cup. So it's going to be a really interesting game, to be honest. I would bank on France, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, and they're bringing Benzema back, so. Yeah, that's that's a rumor, he's available. He's available. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so this, is, uh, this will be out after the, the final uh, will have been played. So we'll see if... Uh, we'll see if Javain has the, 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 we'll see the, if future, the future vision. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think France. I think France will win. To be honest. All right. Okay. Sorry for the Argentinian fans. I don't know. If <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Messi Argentina. fan. I'm a Messi yeah. fan. <laughs> Mess, I'm doing it for Messi. I think it'll be a great story. Okay, you're 
you're a Latina, so you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little hurt because Argentina took Mexico out, but I, I'm a the Messi Mexican. fan. Yeah. Okay. Be careful of what you say. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm Salvadorian, so yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, they go, they I go. want Jamaica to win. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico can lose all I care. <laughs> You see how what I have to deal with here. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, you have to keep them separated, but you know. <laughs> All right, Javane, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, wishing you the best of luck in the future. We'll be uh, you know, tapped up with you um, moving forward. Um, but uh, thanks to everybody who's watching. Uh, shout out to Javane Brown. Um, we'll, we'll put all the socials in the, in the show notes and the uh, description. Uh, this has been the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. For Javane Brown, Julio Monterosa, Bridget Flores, I'm Ramsey Abushala. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.